Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, November 20. The daily bulletin of the pandemic in Italy yesterday was updated with another 653 deaths, a heavy number, but a number smaller of 100 deaths than the day before. We can only hope that this is a trend that can be validated, that of the decrease of the number of daily deaths for COVID. Another small light of hope is that the rate of positivity, which is the ratio between the number of swaps and the number of positives, is dropping, albeit very slowly, by one percentage point yesterday. In the meantime, there is now a daily consultation between government and regions. Today, three more regions could enter the red zone, the one with the greatest restrictions. They are Apulia, Sicily and Basilicata, but the decision will be known only tonight. On December 3, there could be loosenings. Some restrictions could decrease if things continue to improve. The Italian economy needs it. In October, consumption fell by 8%, hotels lost 60%, bars and restaurants are at minus 38%, tourism has collapsed again, and the consequences are that the GDP of Italy in 2020 will be between minus 9 and minus 9.5%, and November data are still to come, which presumably will be even worse. The hope of all is that the numbers of the contagion will get better and allow at least 10 days of reopenings of the stores to encourage the purchase of Christmas presents and make the economy recover at least a little bit, possibly in absolute safety and only for a limited period because otherwise in January we would have to go back to close everything and maybe do a full lockdown. The controversy continues in Italy over the plan to distribute the anti-Covid vaccine starting January 2021. There is still no plan. The first doses of the vaccine in January will be used for doctors and nurses who in Italy are uh, estimated at 1,320,000 and guests residences for the elderly about 250,000. But it is not known in what order the others will be vaccinated. In Italy there are 70 million people over 60 years old. The other categories of people risk are four. The first is that of the population vulnerable to chronic diseases and other underlying diseases, 24 million people of which 12.5 million had more than one disease. The second is that of the so-called essential workers, who, excluding doctors and nurses, were about 6.5 million million people during the March lockdown. The third category, the stay out of the first distribution but at risk, would be people who cannot observe the distancing, therefore guests of dormitories, prisons and refugee camps, but also workers employed in certain contexts such as factories. Finally, there are the most disadvantaged groups from a socio-economic point of view. Choices will have to be made and to vaccinate everyone it will take at least uh, one year or more net of possible setbacks. There there remains two fundamental questions to which no one has yet answered. Will the elderly have the same response to the vaccine as the young? And does the vaccinated people not become infected or does they become infected and transmit the virus without getting sick, that is, without having symptoms? And again, will we be able to ensure the necessary infrastructure and logistics, the movements, the storage of vaccines, will there be enough personnel capable of handling vaccines, which is by no means very simple, indeed is a quite dangerous operation. European Commission is monitoring the situation. In other European countries, companies that deal with logistics at large levels have already been contacted by their respective governments to respond adequately to these needs. Not yet in Italy. For example, in the world has started the raise to the supply of syringes 
necessary to vaccines. The US has ordered 289 million, the Netherlands 10, 10 million, Spain 30 million, France 35 million, the United Kingdom 60 million, Italy zero. We said that the first vaccine that will be distributed is that of Pfizer, which should be stored at a temperature of minus 80 degrees Celsius or minus 112 Fahrenheit. The ultra-compact freezers able to preserve this vaccine in perfect condition will be produced in Italy, more precisely in Irpinia, part of the Campania region. The new ultra-freezers are designed to store up to 5,000 doses of vaccine and are intended not only for pharmaceutical companies but also for hospitals, healthcare companies, research institutes and pharmacies. The project is the result of a number of tests studied during the early stages of vaccine testing. The company is Italian but is part of an American group. Once again, it is shown that when Italy and the United States work together, they give life to excellence. A little more than a month after Christmas, uh, uh, before Christmas, there are those who already know how and where they will spend the holidays, hoping that health will help them. They are the elderly living in the residences dedicated to them, hard hit in Italy by the coronavirus pandemic during the first wave, and also during the second one. Never as this year has emerged all the fragility, loneliness and helplessness in the face of a virus that has certainly exacerbated the general malaise, including that of the elderly. <clears throat> Already unable to see the relatives in person, many of the guests of the residences for the elderly can only hope and express some small wishes that may become a gift for next Christmas. <clears throat> a pair of warm socks, a sweater, a hat, a plant, a small perfume, slippers, a jumpsuit, new underwear, a walking stick, writing paper, prayers for coloring, a traditional cake, cookies, a musical instrument, a bijou. <clears throat> These are just some of the thousands of wishes expressed by some of them for this Christmas. In Italy there is an association that for the third consecutive year started the campaign Nipoti di Babbo Natale, which translates with Santa's grandchildren, an initiative that this year gets an even more particular significance. Every day on the dedicated website, those who work in residences for the elderly upload the wishes of the elderly guests of their facilities. <clears throat> Scrolling through the various wishes anyone can decide to contribute, clicking on the I want to give button and becoming a grandson or a granddaughter. They are then contacted by the residents of the elderly in order to agree on how to purchase and deliver at a distance the gift. Wishes can be filtered by region or by city or rated by price range so that everyone, even in their own small way, can contribute. This year the initiative is collecting a lot more participations and donations. Italians feel more supportive and want to participate more than in the past years to give a small smile to those who have white hair and live an even more difficult moment. It happens sometimes that if you go to the site, the list is empty. They don't have time to upload the requests, then they are immediately answered. This is the Italy I like, and I like to tell it also to those who live far away like you, my friends. I'm happy when, together with scary numbers and news about problems and future anxieties, I can tell you about the beauty of this Italy. It's all for now, it's all for today. I'll see you next Monday. Please, please stay healthy and take care of yourselves. Wear your masks, distance yourselves from the others and, and please do not underestimate this virus. <clears throat> Once again, my name is Umberto Mucci. This was We The Italian News. Ciao from Rome. <clears throat>